What's meatier than a meat raffle? It's the O for Fun podcast, brought to you by Liberty Mutual and Legging Emporium of the Universe. Teresa. John. We are officially content creators. O-M-G. We're no longer simple users of the internet. We Mm -hmm. put stuff out there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know why, but my very first question that I think we need to address as content creators is, um, what's the deal with socks? Well, Teresa, I have a very human question for you. Okay. Socks, you're familiar with them. You probably wear them from time to time. Mm -hmm. So... Lately, I've noticed that I have a few pairs that when I put them on, the heel seems to be well above the heel. It's more at the ankle position. So I want to know, am I bad at socks or are my socks broken? It's funny because I have a similar problem, but it's opposite, wherein I pull on the socks and the heel is like in the arch of my foot. So what's going on with our sock ineptitude? I don't know. I'm... Inclined to go with the the socks are broken and we're doing nothing wrong. I agree. But however, let me say this. Perhaps I have a solution for you. Okay. I have found that if I buy men's socks. I buy men's socks usually. See, so maybe you need to buy the women's socks. Perhaps. Boom. They're definitely fancier. They are fancier. That's true. Sometimes you get a little frill around the ankle, which I don't necessarily appreciate, but... Like those those little cotton ball things at the end too, uh-huh. maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think my grandma has some of those socks. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the ones that just had the one cotton ball at the back? Yeah, that's that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, anyway, enough about socks. Okay. Uh, so last last episode, we talked about our great state, we and did. we compared it to some other places, some of which were cities, some of which were states. Sometimes yeah. we compared Minneapolis to other states or Minnesota to other cities. I feel it was still clear. Yes, I agree. Everyone should have known what we were talking about. And if not, you can go kick rocks. Right. Into the lake. Into the lakes. One of ours. One of our, or over over 10,000 of them. I think we actually have over 14,000. That's a lot of lakes. I know. I don't know. Anyway, before we really get going here, I have one more question for you. Okay. So... If we're living in a world where, in let's just assume public nudity is okay. All right. Everybody's fine with it. Nobody really cares. Okay. But you have the option of going cartoon style. You can either go bottomless, like Winnie the Pooh, or you could go topless and have pants on like you know Mickey Mouse or mm. Yakko from the Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. which option are you going with? Um... I'm going bottomless. Really? Yeah, because you got to warm the trunk. I I I I'm going uh, uh, topless. <laughs> and I don't know why. I think I just I prefer It just feels right. Yeah. Like I feel it's weird to just wear a shirt. Like It is weird to just wear a shirt. You're right. That's true. But I maintain that if you are having to regulate your own temperature, you it's much more important to do so on the body i also feel like pants offer a certain level of protection in ways and you know from predators and such (laughs) yes so i think that's that's why i'm going with i'm wearing pants okay 
I think we both bring up fair points. I agree. And so you should, listeners, I think we have like maybe 18 of them. Yep. Uh, tell us on the social medias, would you go topless or bottomless? If it were acceptable to do so. Yes. Not saying it is. No, it's definitely not. No. But if you had to choose, which one would it be? Hmm. Uh, well, uh, so let's let's dive into um, a word from our sponsor, Liberty Mutual. A very unofficial sponsor. Very. Do not sue. Please, we don't have any money to cover that such thing. I collect things. Things possessing a certain quality of uniqueness. Due to the original nature of these collectibles, I often worry about how I could get along without them, should a fire or perhaps an unnatural decay fall upon them. This is why I am a Liberty Mutual customer. They value what I value and generally want to help when problems arise. It's because of their concern that I insure my most precious treasures with Liberty Mutual. Should a tragic event or raid occur, they will help me get back to normal. Liberty Mutual, securing your comfort. And And now, now it's time time for for your your welcome, welcome, Love, Minnesota. Sometime around 1777, near Sault-Saint-Marie, Ontario, Canada, a baby was born. That baby would eventually become the man Pierre Pigsy Perrant. Pigsy, or Léo de Cachon, because he was French, was blind in one eye and wore a patch over that eye. But the moniker most likely came about because his blind eye had a white ring around the pupil, which is a thing pigs have going on. Pierre was a fur trapper and was probably responsible for the near extinction of local Canadian animals, but that is not why we talk about him. Plus, there isn't any proof that he's an eradicator of animals, it's just a guess. Anyway, Pierre enjoyed moonlighting as a bootlegger, which earned him a rabble-rouser type reputation with law enforcement. But as he aged and the fur trade began declining, Pierre journeyed down to Minnesota in 1832 looking for new opportunities and settled in a squatter's colony near Fort Snelling. This is when Pierre began to discover his true calling, as a distiller of whiskey. He sold to other locals and to soldiers who were stationed at the fort. Eventually, Pig's Eye and his fellow squatters were kicked out of the colony for being a drain on the surrounding resources. Man. So Pierre made a claim on land located at the mouth of Fountain Cave, which was on the east bank of the Mississippi River. The easy access to water made this an ideal situation for Perrant's burgeoning liquor empire. He built a shack, which served as a bar and the first habitation and first business in the area. As the community grew around this establishment, it took on Pierre's nickname and became known as Pig's Eye. It was even possible to receive mail here simply by using the address Pig's Eye. Then the Catholics came, and like they do, they ruined everything. Priest Lucien Gaultier arrived in Pig's Eye and immediately got his undies in a bunch over the eponymous source of the village. How dare a seemingly thriving community be named after a man of ill repute, he probably said. And so in 1841, Gaultier constructed a small chapel and titled the land St. Paul. Because as Saul arose and became Paul, so shall Pig's Eye, or something like that. Then in 1844, Pierre Pigsy Perrant lost his claim on the land at Fountain Cave 
and skedaddled out of there. Where he went is not certain, but what we do know is that if it weren't for meddling Catholics, Minnesota would have the damn greatest name for a state capital ever. Instead, we have some awesome beer signs and a mediocre pilsner that my friend's dad's drink. You're welcome. Love, Minnesota. Well, I guess that explains why all of the streets in St. Paul are not making any sense. Because of the Catholics? Because of the drunkenness. Oh, that could be. But I don't know. Either way, that is easily my favorite piece of Minnesota trivia. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, we should definitely make a movement to, to rename, rename St. Paul the Pig's For Eye. sure. If you agree, hits us up on the social medias. Yes. And maybe talk to your state senator. I don't know, do they have that kind of power? Mayor? The mayor. We could start with the mayor. Start at the bottom. Or a constable, maybe. Mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Start with your block leader. Whatever yep. you need to do. Yep. Chain of command, folks. Yep. That's what we preach here at Ofer Fun. <laughs> anyway, now we have some words from our other sponsor. The Legging Emporium of the Universe. Hey, you know how people used to say leggings aren't pants? Well, it's 2019 and we say they are. It doesn't matter what size you wear or what style suits you anymore. But there is still one problem. Where do you go to get the perfect pair that no one else has? Legging Emporium of the Universe. No subscription, no limitations. We've got every pattern imaginable from plaid to polka dots. Don't do dots, but still want something unique? Our leggings also come in every fabric imaginable with over 68 detail options. We've got slits, ruffles, mesh panels, sequins, zippers, rickrack, googly eyes, fringe, rhinestones, lace-ups, beaded mandalas, flat studs, spike studs, and so much more. Look for Legging Emporium of the Universe opening in your area soon. Oh, Teresa, I cannot wait for Legging Emporium to open up. Right? What kind will you get? Oh, definitely the googly eyes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. For I think I show. might do that, plus, plus a little rickrack. I don't uh, know what rickrack is. Right? Okay, well, that's fine. You, it's because you weren't a girl in the I 80s. I bet it's awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's, let's go ahead and um, introduce something that we're going to call you bet or heck no. So essentially, um, we're just going to talk about sort of the benefits and deficits of some things. And we're going to ask listeners to vote based on our uh, arguments, uh, what they think about it. So uh, right now, because the State Fair just released their new foods of 2019, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. So first up, um, let's talk about things on a stick. Well, before we do that, let's, so for you bet or heck no, mm-hmm. we need to set a scenario here. Okay. What's our scenario? So you, someone comes to you and says, Hey, I will pay for everything you do at the state fair, but the only food you can eat is this. And then you would have to respond, you bet or heck no. Okay. Yep. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So item number one. Okay. Fried tacos on a stick. New item at the fair. It's two stuffed tacos. One's filled with green chorizo and potatoes, and the other is filled with a vegetarian black bean and corn mix. Deep fried, topped with crumbled cheese, and a drizzle of guacamole salsa, and served on a stick, naturally. So, Teresa, you bet? Heck no. I'm going to say you bet, because tacos are delicious, and the stick makes it less messy. You know, it's encapsulated in its own little pocket of delight. So yeah, you? 
I'm a you bet as well. Okay. Uh, would you? Would you? Do you have a preference over chorizo and potatoes or vegetarian black bean and corn mix? Ooh, I'd go with veggie and corn. Really? Yeah. If I if I had to pick one, I'd go with the chorizo. Okay. But the other one does sound great. Okay. So that one gets a resounding you bet from yep. us um, as potentially the only food you can eat at the fair. Um, and I'm, I kind of have a feeling about how the next one's going to go, but we'll see. So the Wing Walker Donut Flight um, is real interesting because you get some syringes with it. There's drug paraphernalia. Yeah. I don't think there's needles, though, so don't worry. Probably not. But here's, okay, so here's my question. You get donut holes and then you get syringes that you can DIY, like, frost your donut holes. Well, I think it's inject. That's what syringes do. It's like okay, that's true. So we'd we'd be jamming them in there and pushing some goo inside. <laughs> okay. And then eating it. Okay. Okay. Wait. First of all, can we call the donut holes sponges? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, I. Well, what are, what are the flavors? Okay, the flavors are Bavarian cream, chocolate custard, and Minnesota lingonberry jam, which I like because it's got some local flair. Yeah. Um, and I really like Bavarian cream and chocolate custard. However, I feel really weird about getting syringes and then I, it's going to create a lot of waste. I'm just going to say that. That, that is a, 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 a valid question concern is what, what happens to the syringes after? Like, do, does somebody watch you do it? So you're, you know, shooting up your donut sponges uh-huh. in a safe environment and then do they take them from you or is this like you get to bring home as a souvenir? Right. Is there a receptacle yeah. for the syringes? Are the syringes branded and you can go home and use them yourself? Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, let, let's take this. Okay. Overall. Overall. You, I'm going to say heck no. Really? I mean, it's a donut, so I'm going, you bet. Okay. Even though the syringes is very strange. It's strange, but it's also quirky, so... Okay. I like how, that. how about if you can only choose Bavarian cream, chocolate custard, or lingonberry? Oh, well, then I would choose chocolate custard. Yeah, I'm with you. That's closer to a Bismarck. Right. Uh, all right. So we're we're on a uh, we're split on that one. Okay. The Wingwalker Donut Flight. Um, okay. So here's one that uh, brings a lot of questions up. So the deep fried dilly dog is a pickle stuffed with bratwurst, dipped in batter and deep fried. So, first of all, how is that even possible? Yeah, how do you get bratwurst into a pickle? Right, because, like, you make a bratwurst, you construct a bratwurst. So I could see putting something in the bratwurst. You're doing that anyways. But a pickle is just a pickle. How do you put something in a pickle? Yeah, I don't know. But would you eat it as the only thing you could eat that day? I'm a heck no. I'm a heck no too. That's the that's it. It's the first one we're we're not gonna eat. Yeah, I, it, I I'm intrigued, but I don't want it to be the only thing I have that day. No, I feel like there's there's a, a high possibility of disappointment here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about this fancy one? I think this one gets a lot of coverage because it's pretty. It's colorful. very pretty. Nordic waffles in pebbles and bam bam, or. El Pastor varieties. I don't understand what El Pastor means. Can it's, you explain that? It's it's like a, a Latin Spanish thing. Okay. Like I remember that commercial with Aaron Paul who said it was a Mazda commercial. He goes, "Or you're cruising down the highway to get tacos El Pastor." Hmm. I don't know, I think it's just meat 
like pork. <laughs> okay. With pineapple, onions, and cilantro and salsa oh, verde. Okay. Again, the the meat and the fruit business, I'm not really on board with. So yeah. I would do the sweet variety. Which is the the pebbles and bam bam cereal with right. Reese's chocolate peanut butter cups and f- even more fruity cereal. And well, here, here's or is the fruity see, cereal. I would I would be that person who's like, can I just get it without X Y and Z? Because I just want me some. Re- yeah. Just give me the Reese's peanut we're, butter. We're cups. the same. I just I just want the peanut butter cups. <laughs> yes. And I mean, the waffle's a nice addition, but really yeah. I want the peanut butter cups because yeah. that is my candy weakness. Right. So um, would I want this to be the only thing I get? Uh, I'm going to say heck no. I feel like eating one of these would last me an entire day, so I'd go, you bet. Okay. You're much more open-minded than I am. Yeah, but I would, I would definitely choose the peanut butter cups over the other one, even though yeah. the Alpastor is definitely better for you for sure but you know the nice thing about the waffle if you get the the sweet variety with the peanut butter cups is the waffle provides somewhat of a savory element so that you're you don't get total gut rot yeah it's true you and plus those peanut butter cups they could fall out it would be a tragedy but they could it would and and the waffle prevents them from melting in your hand so it's it's not quite as messy as one might think right practical and tasty all right um. All right. So we're d- what were were we split we're on divided, that one? Yeah. Okay, we're divided on that one. A world divided. Uh. Okay. So in any case, there's lots of other uh, new foods that I'm introduced in the mini donut latte because mini donuts are a big deal at the fair. Oh yeah. Uh, lattes are <laughs> obviously amazing. So um. But the, the one thing that I don't really understand. So I'm I'm just gonna say right off the bat, I'm a heck no on this one. The lamb. T-bone chops. What do you feel about that? Um, I'm sure they're delicious, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, like the the T-bone part is that is that like a natural thing of lambs? I don't. I'm not. I'm not a lamb anatomist. <laughs> I, I think it is because I feel like lambs basically have the same anatomy as you know other any, animals. Any other Bovine. Yes, thank you. I was gonna say bovine, but I don't know if bovine describes more than just cows. cows. Okay. Um, well, here's my problem with the lamb. I I agree. They're probably delicious. I would like to eat them. I wouldn't want them to be the only thing I ate that day. Also, and um, it it makes me a little sad in my heart because years ago, baby sheep. Actually, that wasn't what made me sad. Um, <laughs> what really made me sad was that uh, my family decided that we should open a state fair booth many years ago because my dad uh, was a meat cutter. That was his career. And so, um, you know, he he figured it's a state fair. You put everything on a stick. And so we came up with this amazing idea that will never actually happen unless somebody wants to take this idea and run with it, feel free because it's amazing um, to basically just put bacon on a stick, but you call it pig on a twig. Hmm. See what I did there? I do. I do see that. So would it be like, so would the the bacon be coiled in some manner for the stick to go through it? Or you know what? Like you could could wrap the bacon around a pork chop. You could wrap the bacon around. I mean, there are many options. Could it be like, I believe it's called what, like fatback bacon or something like that, where it's like a just a big thick slice of ham, but yeah. baconed. Yeah, all of the above. 
All right. Well, contrary to what Teresa said, you can run with this. I think you should give us, if not just her, like, I don't know, 5% of, of royalties. It's only fair. I, I would or appreciate at least, that. Or at least free. Free Peggy on a twig. Thank yes. you. For life. For life, yes. And the life of her kin to follow. Yes. Um, I think that would be fantastic. So go ye and create it. Yep. Um, and also try the other state fair foods because... I don't know. They're they look delicious. There's many options, and if all else fails, you can just do the time old tradition of testing whether you really like a corn dog or a pronto pup. It's 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 a contest worth uh, competing in. Mm-hmm. It is. It's everyone's a winner. Um, so we would like to know if you would say you bet or heck no to any of these or any other options what new state fair food would you eat on your trip to the fair if it was the only thing you could eat that day drama drama uh and that's pretty much all we have today so with that in mind once again thank you you're welcome and uh I wasn't talking to you but um (laughs) We hope to uh, see or slash hear or slash talk with you again. Yes. Make us known quantity. Let's, let's, my goal, we have had 18 listeners apparently this past uh-huh. week. Let's, uh-huh. let's go for 20. It's really shooting for 20. the moon. Only two of you need to bring a friend. So Yes. Or like a half a friend. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Like several of you could bring half a friend. That's also fine. Yeah. Um, but at least one of you needs to find two friends or two of you need to find one friend. There's a lot of ways you could split this. It is. Uh, speaking of math, how long is it till the state fair? Two, like two months. What is it? Today's the time. Yeah, I like don't two know. Months. Are you going to yeah. go? I don't know. I, I usually don't. Sometimes I do. I want to go to the Miracle of Birth Center, but nothing ever happens while I'm there. Plus, then you feel real dirty when you go and get something to eat. Yeah. I like I like the Tilt-A-Whirl. Ooh, the Tilt-A-Whirl. But I haven't been on one forever. It's surprisingly scary. I don't know. If you could have a Tilt-A-Whirl in your backyard, would you? Yes, I would. Me too. In a heartbeat. 